Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feel Good Spine podcast, where I have quite literally got your back. We're here and we are doing it. I'm going to be chatting to you about all things scoliosis and spines and health and yoga and fitness related. But in today's episode, I'm going to be going into detail about my personal scoliosis journey how I got here and where I am now. So let's do this. So my name is Claudia, wonderful to meet you. I am originally from London, England. I mean, I say London, England, but it's it's like Hertfordshire. I'm gonna say Hemel Hempstead if you know it. That's from around where I'm from, a little village called Bovingdon. But I no longer live there. I currently live in Vancouver, Canada, where I have been for the past three and a half years now. Um, absolutely love it here. Anyway, that's enough chit chat about where I am from. Let's start talking about some scoliosis. It's been a 17-year journey, let me tell you, where I pretty much haven't talked to anyone about it. I've kept it my own personal little secret. I don't know why. Um, so today I'm just going to talk to you about it in hope that maybe you can relate to some of my journey and understand why I'm here and why I'm trying to help people with scoliosis. Starting with a little bit of my background, I am a fully qualified personal trainer and yoga instructor, and I have been in the, working in the fitness industry for roughly the past five years. I got my qualification originally in London, where I continue to work at multiple different gyms around the London area for around a year. And then I started my own business, which was super fun, Mostly working with women, I was doing a lot of pre and postnatal work at the time and I would go to people's houses and working with women that have just given birth or were just about to give birth and basically just help them get strong, keep their core fit, all that kind of pre postnatal stuff that you do. So that was my business for roughly around two years. That was whilst I was in England. Then I decided I really wanted to learn more about yoga. I've been doing yoga for years and it was time for me to become a yoga instructor. So me being a little bit crazy was like, screw this. Like I just quit my business. I sold it and I flew to India and I got to the Himalayas and I did my yoga certification, which was absolutely incredible. One of the best decisions in my life, honestly. If you think about getting your yoga certification in India, go for it, you will not regret it. Anyway, after being in India for, I think I was like gone for two and a half months doing yoga, I also traveled around a little bit. I got back to England and then I was like, nah, I'm gonna move to Canada. Um, much to the shock and horror to my family. <laughs> Sorry, fam. And literally a month later, I got on a plane and I moved to Vancouver. I didn't know anyone here. I didn't have a job here. I didn't have a place to live. I just went with it. The call was there and I decided to go with it. So you just got to do what you've got to do sometimes, okay? Once I arrived in Vancouver, I obviously had my personal training and yoga qualification, so I wanted to get in with a pretty cool place to work. And I actually ended up at Equinox, which is 
an amazing gym, like one of the best gyms in Vancouver. I honestly couldn't have done much better. So I was very, very lucky to work with some of the best trainers in the whole of North America. Like our gym absolutely killed it all the time. And I learned so much on this journey. I was a full-time personal trainer there for two years, just learning about the way the body should move, the function of the body, just, just lots of really awesome stuff. It made some incredible friends along the way. Um, I still actually work there now just as a yoga teacher part-time. I quit their full-time personal training a year ago because I knew I wanted, I'm an entrepreneur, like I wanted to start my own business. So that is one of the reasons I am here today. Okay, so now you know a little bit about my background. We will get on to my journey with scoliosis, a 17 year long journey that has been a bane of my life, don't get me wrong, but you know, we live with it, we accept it and we do our best. I was diagnosed with scoliosis when I was 13. Uh, my mum noticed it when I was on holiday. When we got back, my mum and dad both took me to see a doctor where we got an x-ray. And I remember that day very clearly because I was absolutely mortified. Mortified, I tell you. When I saw my x-ray for the first time, and I'm sure some of you will understand this, like, I just wanted to cry hysterically. Uh, but I didn't. I was trying to play it cool, you know, in front of the doctor and my parents and just like try and shrug it off. Like, eh, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, but back then, I wasn't really offered much. My, my curve wasn't very severe. I was given pretty much the wait and see method, um, which basically means your curve isn't good enough to do anything about. So wait till you need surgery is pretty much what I get from that. So I went with the wait and see method and now I have severe scoliosis. The sad thing was, is that I was given no alternatives. It was wait and see, wait until you need surgery. There was no options for yoga, Pilates, didn't know what shroth was, flowability wasn't a thing. Like, like now that we have so many options, and let me tell you, there are alternatives. Um, but back then it was just wait and see. So I guess I just did nothing and I just say, like, okay, I'll see what happens when I'm older then. So fast forwarding past my uh, mid to late teens, coming into my early twenties, I literally did not tell a soul about my scoliosis. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I thought people wouldn't like me. I honestly, I don't know why I had these thoughts, but maybe some of you can relate. Like, it's just something that goes through your head. You're just, you're just embarrassed. Like, I remember some of my, like, past boyfriends, I could never imagine telling them that I had scoliosis. Like, and like, I remember laying in bed and I would position myself in certain ways that if he was like stroking my back that he wouldn't notice that I had a rib hump and just like trying to hide all this stuff. Back massages were like, I was terrified. If anyone wanted to give me a back massage, I'd be like, no, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. But deep down, I really want a back massage. I just don't want to tell anyone that I have scoliosis or for anyone to notice, which is not the way that we should live our lives. And I realize this now, which is why I'm, I'm explaining my experience with you guys. 
I guess it wasn't until the wise old age of around 26 when I first told my boyfriend at the time that I had scoliosis. Bearing in mind we'd been together for about two years, living together at this point. We were in Australia and I remember it, like telling him and I was just mortified that I had to have this conversation with someone. But at the same time it was it was the beginning of the acceptance of that I have this problem and that I need to deal with it and I need to tell someone about it. So I remember telling him and he just told me he like had never even noticed it before. So I was like, well, thank God for that. Anyway, after that conversation, um, we moved back to London, England, which is where I actually went to see a Schroff therapist for the first time. I spent a crazy amount of money, literally an arm, leg and my soul to go and see this lady. But she left me with like nothing, no handouts, no photos, there was nothing to really help me. So after I left that office, not only had I just like given her a load of my money, but I hadn't really left with much other than a memory of what she told me. So I was a bit confused and to be honest, I didn't stick to the exercises that she gave me. I just went back into denial thinking that there's just nothing that I can do to help this situation. So I'm just going to do absolutely nothing, which let me tell you, is not the way to go about it. Skipping forward another two years of doing nothing for my scoliosis, I started to notice that it was getting worse. Shock horror, right? <laughs> so I remember crying on my bed. I was in Canada at this point and I was crying to my ex-boyfriend like, oh my God, my scoliosis is getting worse. I don't know what to do. Basically having a mental breakdown, which I'm sure we all go through at some point along our scoliosis journey. It is common, trust me, we have been there. So he helped me compose myself. We took some photos. I downloaded an app, which cost me like $15 or whatever it was to try and track my curvature, which didn't help at all. It doesn't work. Um, so the app didn't work. I went to see a chiropractor who literally took some x-rays off me, scared, to, scared me to my very core, basically saying that it was awful and that I needed to do something. Then tried to charge me $2,000 to see him once a week for like six weeks. And I'm like, are you crazy? At this point, I was 28. I just moved to Canada. Like, I don't have $2,000 to spend on this. I am sorry. So after that experience, I went back to what I know best, which was living in denial about my scoliosis. And I lived in denial for perhaps another year and a half. And this was during the height of my personal training career, where I was swinging kettlebells around, doing handstands, headstands, doing crazy backbends in my yoga practice, just completely ignoring my scoliosis. And shock horror, I started to get a lot of pain, especially in my shoulder, my neck, my lower back. And I noticed my rib pump and the rotation getting a lot worse. I had to sit down with myself and be like, Claudia, look, you need to focus on this and you need to make this better because no one else is going to do this for you. And if you keep ignoring this, it's only going to get worse. So obviously I realized I can't ignore this anymore. So six months ago, I went and got another x-ray of my spine. 
And I was like, this is the moment. This is the pivotal moment of my life. I'm going to make huge changes to my spine. I know that I can do it. So I started growing scoliosis like crazy. I read the Schroth book. I read Yoga for Scoliosis book. I like was looking into exercises, um, like personal training exercises, physio, Pilates, like everything that I could to try and make my spine better. I also started doing Flowbility, which is an absolutely incredible system. Um, anyone can do it regardless of scoliosis, but I found that it really started to help my scoliosis. So I got this x-ray and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get, next time I get an x-ray, this x-ray is gonna be way better. I'm gonna see an improvement. So using my knowledge as a personal trainer and my knowledge as a yoga instructor, I started putting everything together, created myself this little program that I will do every single day to make my scoliosis better. And honestly, it has been working so well. Like I have no pain, like which is pretty shocking considering my curves. And I'm moving a lot better, like I'm sitting up a lot taller, I'm a lot more aware of my posture. I even got complimented on my posture the other day, which was actually hilarious. Like bless her, this lady had no idea how much that actually meant to me. I actually wanted to cry, but anyway, that's a story for another day. But it just made me realize that there are alternatives out there. Like it doesn't have to be like nothing or surgery or nothing or bracing. Like we can do things to help our scoliosis. So at the moment I am doing my yoga for scoliosis qualification with Elise Browning Miller, who is absolutely awesome. She's a really, really cool lady. And I've just been like, just going like, as you would say, balls deep. I don't even know if I can say that on a podcast, but balls deep into the scoliosis situation, trying to help my curve, but ultimately trying to help other people. That is what I really, really, want to be doing because I just know that there is such a need for it out there and I just know with my own battles with scoliosis and mental health that we need voices out there like telling us that it is okay and that we can do something about this like you don't have to live in a world of pain you don't have to watch your posture deteriorate but you do have to put in the time and you do have to put in the consistency it's not something that's going to happen overnight sadly so I have been working on ways that I can help my clients improve their scoliosis and at the same time I'm encouraging people to live a healthy lifestyle, staying strong, staying fit, staying in shape, eating well, eating healthy because all these things really do matter regardless of if you have scoliosis or not but like even more if you have scoliosis that you need to be looking after yourself. So I'm using my my knowledge and my experience in the fitness industry to, to really like push that. And at the same time, using this awesome program that I've created to actually help people with their scoliosis, reduce pain, reduce progression, and like maybe even reverse the curvature because it is possible and I've seen it happen. So just know that it is possible, guys, it's possible. And that really is like, that's exciting for me and I hope that is exciting for you as well. So I really like, I really hope that you've just enjoyed this podcast about my 
journey with scoliosis, that maybe you can relate to some of the situations that I've been through, where I'm at now, we are no longer living in denial, like we are creating podcasts about the situation. So I've gone from zero to 100 pretty quickly getting the word out there. I've also created a free ebook, which I will have links on my website and on my socials that you can see and it's actually like honestly I put a lot of time and effort into this ebook and it's got some really good tips on there things that you can start doing today to help your scoliosis and to help reduce the pain and to help start making things better so I'm going to be working with clients one-on-one. One day I hope to be doing retreats and workshops and all those wonderful things and just getting people to understand that they can help their scoliosis. We can make improvements. We can do this together as a team. Know that you are not alone. I am here for you. I have got your back, like I said at the start. And I hope that you come back and listen to more of my podcasts and I will be really looking forward to making them. Thank you so much for your time listening to me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will speak to you soon.